Now, as the ANC intensifies its election campaign, there are suggestions that the party needs more than ever now the help of the former president, Tabombegi, especially now that the former president, uh, Jacob Zuma, is campaigning for the MK party. The Sunday Times reported yesterday that the ANC is banking on Mbeki to join its election campaign as it seeks to hold on to power. It reported that the party's head of elections, Mdumisen Induli, has actually been deployed to persuade Mbeki to help the ANC because the two are apparently enjoying a close relationship. What I've been asking you this morning is what difference do you think having Tabombeki in the election campaign will have on the party's electoral outcome? Because the ANC clearly thinks he can help turn things around for the party on the verge of losing power. So let's remember his favorability ratings, Tabombeki that is, they are high. Among ANC leaders, a survey released in November by the Social Research Foundation revealed that he was the most popular politician beating even the president, Cyril Ramaphosa. So this is a man who has integrity. At least that's how many people see him. He has the respect of the country. But will his image help the party triumph? You can give us a call on 011-883-0702 or send a WhatsApp on 072 702-1702. Let's start this conversation with him to Misenin Duli, who is the ANC's head of elections. Uh, thank you for making time for us, Dumiseni. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Clement, and good morning to the listeners of 702, and thank you very much for having us this morning. Uh, how's the ANC election campaign going so far? Well, essentially, Clement, the, the official launch of the ANC elections campaign will be on the Fourth of February, uh, uh, 24, when we're launching our elections manifesto, because the elections uh, campaign has to be anchored on a particular platform. In this case, and in the context of the ANC over the over the past 30 years, is the election manifesto that essentially introduces the start of the campaign of the organisation. What we have been doing uh, for the I think last year and up to now. It has been to engage the population to go out and uh, register in order to to be ready to vote at the time when the elections are, are determined. But the real elections campaign where the ANC goes out to our people and say, this is the future that uh, we are working towards achieving and for which we want you to join as partners in the creation of that future mm. is going to be outlined when we launch the manifesto on the 24th of April, which is essentially about two to three weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you worried at all about the money you're going to need for, for campaigning? Because there are people who may ask, where are you suddenly getting the money to campaign when just so not so long ago you were struggling to pay your employees? Well, since the beginning of this uh, term of office of the current National Executive Committee, uh, uh, Clement, last year, we have had uh, challenges, uh, not at once. I mean, I'm, by virtue of being full-time in the headquarters of the ANC, I'm also on the payroll of the African National Congress. We haven't had uh, an experience that we, we went through in the past where we would go for a month or even a uh, uh, days after the time at which we were supposed to be paid without being paid our salary. So as a head of elections, I'm, I'm very uh, confident that the ANC is at the position where it would be able to wage 
a very very massive campaign on the ground uh, without difficulties that uh, we may have had to deal with in the past and and what's been the turning point so what happened really did you get donations Uh, where did you suddenly get the money well, I think it's a matter that uh, I, I may not be in the position to clarify with uh, uh, details because uh, it, it said it's on, at the purview of the Treasurer General of the ANC. My own uh, work and my own focus has been to ensure that uh, throughout the year 2023, <coughs> we are able to lay the foundation in terms of establishing the election structures, provide whatever support that is required in terms of... Uh, the production of our elections material, uh, whether you talk about t-shirts for the by-elections that have been taking place, the pamphlets for door-to-door campaigns, and the posters in relation to the two open registration weekends in November and February, respectively. So I'm I'm quite satisfied. I'm very content with the Mm. fact that uh, we have been able to to decide our responsibilities as the election team of the African National Congress in line with our own plan. Speaking of posters, you are going to pay people who are going to make posters for you guys this year, right? We're not going to see Ezulueni um, part two, are we? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, you see, the ANC, Kement, uh, is a, it's a learning organization. What we do uh, today and what we will do tomorrow will also be informed by the lessons and the experiences that uh, we've acquired from yesterday. So I, I think that there will be a repeat of uh, what happened in the past elections as we proceed to this one. Is the former president, Tabombeki, going to be part of the ANC's election campaign? Have you drafted a campaign schedule for him? No, no, we, we haven't done that. I, I Maybe let me just say, uh, my response on this because I your question and I've heard when you're introducing the subject. I suppose your question is, is predicated among other things on the stories that were going on over the weekend about what is called a SOS. Uh, we there hasn't been anything of that sort. We we have not uh, personally I've not had anything in President Tabombegi about uh, the campaign of the ANC. What I understand as the head of elections in the ANC is that once we launch the elections manifesto, um, there is an expectation from all of us as members of the ANC, and most importantly, our senior leaders and veterans, uh, which uh, President Mpegi belongs to as one of the most senior leaders of our movement. There is an expectation that when the ANC has launched its election campaign formally, these leaders of our movement, as they have, they have done it in the past, will then uh, lend a hand uh, to ensure that the movement succeeds in the election campaign because, uh, as we know, they too are concerned about uh, the situation in the country uh, and therefore they would not sit and do nothing uh, in order to ensure that uh, we help the movement to regain mm-hmm. and to win elections and also to continue with the task that... Uh, it has on our on, on in South Africa and our people. Yeah, and I suppose they're not only concerned about the events in the country and, and what's happening in the country, but they're also concerned about what's happening in the ANC. Tabombeki himself uh, told Sidi Madia, who's our, our politics editor at EWN, that he hasn't taken a decision yet on whether or not he wants to campaign for the ANC because he feels he can't go to ordinary South Africans and say, vote for these very people who are continuing to do wrong things. So, uh, I suppose the point I'm making is, 
the former leaders don't just wake up and decide on their own that, oh, um, you know, it's a, it's a must that I must come and campaign for an organization. As the party, you may have to go and ask them to come and join the campaign um, trail. Well, President Mbegi, there is a certain issues, some strategic questions about uh, the direction of the movement, um, the, the caliber of uh, the leadership we have throughout the country. So this was a discussion in the context of uh, the conference resolution on organizational renewal. The fact the FD of the NC Comrade uh, Mbalula addressed this question last week about the strategic issues that the, from the president has been raising which, of course, I know as a member of the National Executive Committee, we are seized with those tasks <coughs> to produce the results, the outcome that is desirable for the movement uh, ultimately to be renewed and to sustain its uh, historic mission to lead our people to a national democratic society. So that those issues are issues that uh, from time will arise. And given the seniority of President Mbegi in the ANC, I think by now, I, I may be wrong, but I think it's, it's the most senior of our leaders uh, that we have uh, is still alive. It's, it's inevitable that uh, he would raise certain questions that, that the leadership must uh, ponder and reflect upon in order to ensure that the movement remains on, on course. So when the ANC launches the manifesto uh, in two weeks' time, then it's natural that the ANC uh, and all its uh, uh, leaders and uh, veterans will engage in an election campaign. Of course, <clears throat> that doesn't take away the fact that uh, as the head of elections, which I, I do even now for the president and the officials and all our leaders, I have to write something down to say, well, tomorrow you are going to have go to go this way, Comrade President Ramaphosa. Mm. He was in Soweto on Saturday. I had worked on that program, and I said on Sunday, President, you are going to turn and in Mamelot in particular. So that's essentially a technical work that uh, one has to do in response to the strategic task of ensuring that uh, the leadership engages with the electorate on behalf of our movement. How important is having the former president in, in the campaign? And, and what would his presence or even his absence mean um, for, for the ANC, especially now that you've got another former president in Jacob Zuma essentially decampaigning the ANC, campaigning for the MK party? Well, I don't think the two essentially enjoy the same stature in the first place in the movement. Um, um, they don't. And um, I... I think we, we, we are of the view in the, in the organization that uh, President Mbegi, as he has done it in the past, um, he will continue to, pro- to provide uh, not just the support to the sitting leadership in the context of an election campaign, because that's not what has only been his own uh, contribution, including, as you would know, that he attended the NEC Lehuta a week ago mm. uh, and made interventions as, as he should in the Lehuta about the direction of the movement and what we need to do to ensure that uh, the movement stays on course in order to discharge his responsibility. So my own view is that uh, he would be continuing with the very same task that he has discharged uh, for the movement for over years. And of course, that is, that is very, very important for the ANC because um, when you go to an election, uh, particularly an election 30 years of, after liberation, with so many noise that are going on in the country, 
it's always uh, important that you have all your arsenals and in this case i even the best of your arsenals that are available uh, you know to be sent out to, to engage the electorate on behalf of but what arsenal does he bring specifically himself so so I'm asking about the difference you think he will make, particularly by being part of the election campaign. What do you see? Look, President Mbegi has been with, uh, I mean, uh, he's, he's part of the leadership that uh, started to lead government from 1994, as an example. So the the of the democratic state, uh, he has been part to that process leading to 1994 and, and had, had a, a privilege not only to join parliament but to become a deputy president later on a president for a very long time so his knowledge and experience of the trajectory of our country before and after liberation of course remains unmatched uh, and i think uh, with him as it has been the case in the past engaging with society and different sectors of society uh, uh, lends a, a particular weight okay. uh, in the work that we're doing as a movement because as i'm saying he's the only one that has been a deputy president from 1994 at the beginning and later on became a president for 10 years and led our movement so successfully as well to Duli, the head of the anc elections thanks for making time for us 22 after 10. let's walk the talk this is clemens maniatello Sidi Madia is the politics editor with Eyewitness News. Sidi, thanks for making time for us. I want you to take us back to what Tabombeki said a couple of months ago uh, when he spoke to you. You had asked him if he will be campaigning uh, for the ANC in these upcoming elections. And he said he wasn't sure. But we saw him last week attending the NEC Lukotla and reports suggest that he was actually making contributions um, towards what the message of the ANC during the elections and the election campaign should be. Is that a sign of him, suppose, deciding that he will be on the campaign trail? Good afternoon. Oh, good morning. I'm good afternoon. Good morning. Um, I think it's a sign that he's clearly leaning in, you know. Um, the one thing about ANC leaders that you hear time and memorial is how much they love the party. And I think what's happened with former president Jacob Zuma is what makes them close rank. You know, in the ANC when it feels attacked, attacked, it closes rank. Mm. And I think part and parcel of Mbeki's presence is that, you know, also because he's been tied to what happened with Zuma. If you recall, December when Dudu Zile Zuma read that long letter of work, President stood in it. He referred to that interview that I did have with um former President Tabumbeki. He's also not sure about campaigning for the ANC. So making it seem like a bunch of them were sitting on the sidelines, walking mm. away from the ANC. Truth of the matter is, there were a lot of these former leaders who feel aggrieved with the party, but also they don't want to be tied to what former President Jacob Zuma is doing. Think about Mavusum Simang while you do this as well, Clement. You had left one about the same time and he came back. Why? In part, I don't think he wants to be seen as somebody who historically will be documented as having left the party at the same time, like former President Jacob Zuma, that ties them to his politics. And these are people who have been critical of what the ANC in the country were during the Zuma times. At least we can say that for sure with Ntate Mavusom Simang. Why does the ANC need Mbeki so much now, um, more yeah. than ever? I think it's interesting. I hope uh, former Premier Mbazi Mashiro is actually listening and he tweets or at least calls you. I think that the 
Polokwane conference, and I think I saw a podcast last season before, um, where Coco Obimashiku speaks about the Polokwane chickens coming home to roost. I think that a lot of things in the ANC are tied to the past. So it's actually quite exhausting sometimes how what happened in the past is what's playing itself out now. I think former President Tabumbeki's departure, his removal, the recall back in 09, Clement was felt harshly by the ANC in Gauteng. The so-called clever black um, communities, the professionals in the province like this, that is the hub of the that they are on the verge of losing, is one that responded so sharply to what happened to former President Mbeki. It's a province that's continued to love Mbeki. When Mbeki makes a public appearance, it's almost like they can't help but eat when he speaks. So for me, if you're looking at a province like this, you need a Mbeki to once in a while come out um, and engagements. He's not the kind of person who does door-to-door campaigns, but he'll speak of why the ANC remains kind of relevant. And I think mm. that's what they're hoping for, that it will convince, convince some in the so-called black urban areas that actually this is still the, the, the ANC of Mbeki or is attempting to do what he's asking for. So I think they need him in that light. Similarly, why they would have needed a Zuma in KZN. He remained popular in his own province and they felt that they could use him. Um, in that I know NEC members with jitters in the lead up to December, crossing fingers that these two presidents do not part ways or remove themselves for the movement. The one is already is already decampaigning it. They're holding on to the last remaining uh former president uh of the party for hope. Mm, I'm glad you're raising that because the point I made uh, on the 702 open line this morning is whether how significant really is his presence in the election campaign, particularly where um, the ANC's groundswell support is. Um, we know how the mass, the rural areas, that's where the ANC gets most of its support. But I'm glad you talk about the urban areas and maybe that's where they need him at because Gauteng is almost gone and you'd know how popular uh, Tabumbeki is um, among you know people in the middle class around around the province. Do you think this is a battle for the former presidents, so to speak? You've got one who, let's say, comes and does campaign for the ANC and then you've got another one who's going around saying that's not the party you should be voting for. I do think that the NC, as I said to you just a short while ago, they find themselves caught in historical battles all the time. They play themselves out here. So you could actually say that a Pulukwani um, conference battle is playing itself out mm. in the background. At some point, you had former President Jacob Zuma. And funny enough, IFP's former uh, founder and former president, Butene, is departing it out for who represents true Zuluism. Mm. Um, and now that the one has, has passed on, so you've got the one remaining. In the ANC, you've got who represents the right ideals to uphold for the ANC. And the one remains within the party. And whether or not he'll step up, I think we're seeing signs that he seems to be keen to step up, that participation in the NEC speaks to that. And as you said, the other one is the campaigning the party. And also what happens when the dust settles after the elections will say something about that historical battle. And Becky has done, I think, quite a lot of work to not speak about how he felt about what was done to him in Polokwane. Um, and I think, though, again, it's a story that's not behind us because a lot of the historical battles continue to follow us. I mean, they still have arguments about things that happened in the 70s or 80s, long before some of us were alive, that haunt them in how they function mm. and operate as comrades in a movement. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Tsiri uh, Madia, politics editor at EWN, thanks for making time for us. Here's some of... Uh, your inputs through our voice note line on 0727021702.
Good morning, Clement. This is Catherine from Platt. I just want to say about Tabo and Becky, what would the voters think if they remembered that he was the president when he got a recommendation uh, from the previous dispensation that all the power stations needed urgent maintenance, he chose to ignore it. So actually, our situation with Eskom started with Tabo and Becky, and I think that's worthy of taking note of. Mm. Have a lovely day, 702. Have a lovely day to you too. And he did apologize for that. Remember, there was a time when Tabumbeki apologized. He said, as government, we were told, we were told that we need to build more capacity and we didn't listen. It was his administration uh, that didn't listen. And he's come out and he said, we have to apologize to South Africans for that.